Christians talk about God's mercy every day. We sing about it. We read about it. We thank God for it. But how often do we demonstrate mercy ourselves? Let's get into it. Welcome to the Godly Pattern Podcast. We exist to champion your relationship and transformational journey so you can live a godly, fun, and free life. Tune in every Thursday and join our tribe of God lovers as we transform together. I love you, I love you, I love you, Jesus. I've fallen in love, oh. I love you. Hey, friends. Happy Transformational Thursday. It's Coach Lucci here, and my goal for today is to inspire you to choose to show mercy to others just as you desire to receive God's mercy as you go about your everyday life. Before I get going, I want us to do a quick fun faith action together. You can stand in front of a mirror or turn the camera on your phone over to you so you can see yourself as we make these declarations. All right, let's go. I am loved by God. I am blessed by God. I am bold. I am beautiful. I am healed. I am whole. I am fruitful. I am joyful. I am peaceful. I conquer fear. I conquer delay. I conquer negative cycles and negative patterns. The chains are broken and I am free. So I show mercy and compassion to others. And I walk in faith and dwell in love because I know who I am. Hallelujah. How do you feel? Leave a comment or go on to the Godly Pattern website and join the Godly Tribe to leave your feedback. As a coach focused on love and transformation, I know that the beauty of life is when we can lift each other up as we go through the journey of life. Believing that God is faithful, He is true to His word, and he will give us the strength to overcome. I know life can be tough, so it's my desire to touch lives and see everyone walk in love and freedom in Christ. You know, I once was lost, bound and alone, so I really do understand what it takes to be transformed, to love and be loved, and to live in God's freedom. With that said, I'd like to acknowledge all my listeners and Godly Tribe members. You're the reason I do this, and I just pray God's blessings and peace and joy upon each and every one of you. If you're listening for the first time, please connect with me. I want us to keep learning loving and transforming together. Last week, 
The question we addressed was how low can you go? I shared that when people go low, it simply means that they lack the ability to have an argument or disagreement without going below the belt. The goal of resolving a relationship conflict should never be to have an upper hand against your partner, your friend, or your family member. So this Transformational Thursday, it's my desire to continue encouraging us on our transformational journey by speaking on topics that will help us and encourage us to triumph in our everyday life. The truth is, God wants you to be an agent of mercy in the world. Everyone needs mercy because everyone has messed up. We've all hurt other people and made mistakes. We've all sinned and we all have hurts habits and hang-ups as a result of the mistakes we've made. So my question to guide this episode is this, what does showing mercy mean to you? So let's talk about it. I want to share a scripture that I hope will drive this transformative discussion further. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 7, it says, God blesses those who are merciful for they shall be shown mercy. Let me repeat that. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Have you noticed the cyclical patterns of relationships? It can go two directions. When one person demeans another, the recipient will often react negatively and hurtfully giving more ground for hard feelings, a pattern of conflict to gradually escalate as the list of wrongs grow longer. On the other hand, a display of kindness can spark a reciprocal, positive word or action, and mutual encouragement can become a constructive pattern. It isn't hard to do something nice for someone who has been generous and loving toward you, right? But what about those who have wronged you? It is difficult to avoid getting into the negative downward spiral when feeling attacked, judged, or hurt. Yet, in the kingdom of God, we are asked to put aside how we are treated by others. Jesus said, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. The promise of God's mercy to all those who receive salvation through Christ is clear. There is never a doubt that despite our sins, if we choose to follow Jesus and therefore to extend mercy toward others as He does, we have the hope of eternal salvation. But what does it mean for us to show mercy? Simply put, showing mercy is the act of showing compassion or pity to someone else, especially if that someone else has harmed you in some way. In Christian context, 
Mercy often goes hand in hand with forgiveness, but this isn't always the case. Different types of mercy may involve forgiveness, while others simply involve showing the love of God to someone who needs it. Mercy, especially sacrificial mercy, is a fundamental reflection of God's character. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice to save us and demonstrate his endless love for us. God takes mercy very seriously. So seriously, in fact, that the Bible says he values mercy even more than the sacrifices also commanded in the Old Testament. Understanding and imitating this aspect of God's character matters much more than simply doing what Christians are expected to do. While we can never repay God for his sacrificial mercy, we are instructed to show his mercy to others. After all, we have been shown mercy that saved us forever. The least we can do is to show that same kind of love to others. Making mercy a part of our everyday lives also shows a profound respect for God's character and gratitude for your own salvation. Jesus said, Blessed are the merciful. And he said this for a very good reason. By showing mercy to others, we give thanks to God for the mercy we have been shown ourselves. This simple act of gratitude means far more to God than the most elaborate worship service. We need mercy in the misery of sin. We need to show compassion to others who are sinners even when their sins might be against us. Replacing Condemnation with Love Mercy is part of Christ's tender love for the hurting, the shamed, the needy. It is more than forgiveness. It is restoration. So how can we pass on the mercy we are receiving from God? Here are three significant ways we can do that. Number one, to be truly merciful we must first see misery through God's eyes. He looks at the bitter, drunk, angry man and sees not only the physical misery of dependence on alcohol, but also the emotional pain from history or rejection and the spiritual hunger for freedom from sin. He views a woman who is constantly demeaning others as the one who has heard hurtful words since being a young child, who never experienced the loving relationship that would teach her kindness towards others, whose broken heart tries to protect itself by shutting others out. We too can start growing compassionate when looking at others from God's perspective. Number two, mercy offers forgiveness. For us as humans, offering forgiveness doesn't mean that we're aiding someone's hurtful actions. We are not the ones who judge. And a person's wrongdoings may still bring consequences. 
Forgiveness might not even mean reconciliation, particularly if the offender is unwilling to admit to being in the wrong. Rather, forgiveness on our part is the process of replacing hurt and resentment with compassion. We receive mercy in the freedom from the chains of bitterness. The healing that can only come when we let go of our anger. Fortunately, we have the help of God's grace and we don't have to depend on our own willpower to give genuine forgiveness. Number three, mercy is not limited to those who have wronged us. We can be a vessel of God's mercy to all those longing for healing. God can use us to shine his light in the dark places of a person's heart with both truth and compassion. We may not know the exact needs or internal struggles faced by those around us, yet a habit of showing acts of kindness, saying encouraging words, or offering a listening ear can impact lives. On the cross, with outstretched arms, Jesus extended the ultimate act of mercy to forgive us of our sins. In the opening scripture I read from Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, Jesus says, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. This scripture shows us that there is a very deep connection between our relationship with others and how merciful God is towards us. So I'd like to share five facets to God's mercy and how we can show it to others in our daily lives. Number one, be patient with the quirks. This applies to me. Yes, I'll be the first to admit that I need to actively make a conscious effort to show mercy in this area by being more patient with other people's quirks. Sometimes, I get into perfectionist mode and expect people around me to do things the right way or the way that I would do it. Or sometimes, I get irritated by disrespectful or unhygienic habits. And sometimes, I just don't want to tolerate anyone's bad habits. This is why I rely on the Holy Spirit and you all, my accountability partners out there, to go on this transformational journey with me. The truth is, you can show mercy when you don't get irritated, angry, or uptight with people's personal quirks. This takes some patience because we all have our own quirky behaviors. Let me tell you this, this kind of mercy will take you a long way, especially in marriage. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2 says, Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. So show mercy to those you love out of reverence for Christ. Number two, help anyone hurting around you. In Luke chapter 10, Jesus told the story of the Good Samaritan 
to make a point that helping the hurting around you is the meaning of mercy. Maybe this week or this month, God will put someone in your path who has a physical, emotional, or financial need and is unable to help themselves in this matter. The question is, will you extend mercy or will you rush around them? When you help those who are hurting, don't grin and bear it either. Romans chapter 12 verse 8 instructs us in this. When you do acts of mercy, show mercy with cheerfulness. Number three, do good to those who hurt you. When someone hurts us, we often want to either get even or write them off. But the Bible says in Ephesians 4, 31 to 32, that we should be kind and merciful, forgiving others as God forgave you because of Christ. While there may be little mercy or civility in our society today, the Bible instructs us to show mercy by giving people what they need, not what they deserve. See, God didn't give us what we deserve. He gave us forgiveness instead. When you bless someone who hurts you, you are actually following in the footsteps of Jesus. So think about it. Who hurt you most recently in life? They may need your mercy the most. Number four, be kind to those who offend you. Offenses are dividing families, friends, and tarnishing our witnesses with non-Christians. The problem with the culture war is that it's a no-win situation. Instead, if you're kind to someone who offends you, incredible things can happen. Your response to someone can truly be the entryway to an encounter with Christ. And God's mercy may change their life. Number five, build bridges of love to the overlooked. I'm going to repeat that. Build bridges of love to the overlooked. Jesus demonstrated mercy by building bridges of love to outcasts, intentionally reaching out to the unpopular to build a bridge of love in Jesus' name. Think about it. When was the last time you invited someone who doesn't believe in Jesus for dinner or coffee? Have you shared lunch with any notorious sinners lately besides yourself? Jesus' mission was to seek and save what was lost, and he couldn't do that without actually going to those he intended to save. So as I conclude, I want to reiterate that mercy changes the lives of people who have made mistakes, and we who have received mercy freely can change the world around us by showing mercy to others. Now maybe you're the one who needs mercy most today. Maybe you've never accepted Jesus' mercy for you. If you long to accept the mercy and forgiveness of Jesus today, I'd love to pray with you. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the person who desires to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I pray that today marks a new beginning in their life. 
I pray for a life filled with your love, hope, protection, and provision. And I pray for all of us in general, that we will be merciful to one another, that we will show love and be loving with each other. I pray today for the grace to be guided by the Holy Spirit as we continue to make decisions that strengthen our body, soul, and spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you learned something from this episode today. And I believe that you did not stumble on this podcast by mistake. So as you go through your day, please process this information and feel free to send in your questions, concerns, prayer requests. Most importantly, I want you to be intentional about doing life with God so you can live in His freedom and be aligned with His purpose and promises for your life. Don't forget to prioritize your mental and emotional well-being. Walk in audacious faith. Be obedient to God's word and choose to show mercy to others at all times. Just do your best and leave the rest for God. He got you. Trust me when I say this. God got you and he will come through for you. I truly believe that together we stand and divided we fall. So I'm eager to help. I'm eager to know your thoughts and to help you navigate your journey. So be sure to send your questions in and subscribe to the Godly Pattern Podcast YouTube channel and come join me on Faith Talks with Coach Lucci as soon as it premieres. I'm so excited for us to dig deep into your questions together. So do you need a coach or just someone to listen to you? Our godly coaches are here for you to serve you and help you on all things love and transformation. Just remember to love God, live free, and have fun while doing it. Thank you for tuning into the Godly Pattern Podcast today. I hope something from today's discussion touched your heart in a unique way. Be sure to subscribe, like, share, and send in your questions by going to www.godlypattern.com and join the Godly Tribe. Now, my dear friends, Remember whose you are according to the word of God in Genesis chapter 1 from verse 26 to 27. And God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. So until next time, go conquer and dominate in love and light.